So, Pammy, we just wanted to forewarn everybody that about 13 minutes in is to <laughs> We're the, just chit-chatting. <laughs> is when you get to the real content. Yeah, yes. So, fast forward at 13 minutes if you don't want to hear about all the little in you. I don't know, just the shit that we've gone. Yeah, yeah, our lives, yeah. our personal lives for the last couple. <laughs> if you don't weeks. care about all that shit, just fast forward it about thirteen minutes, and yeah, you'll get into the meat of it. Yeah, Timmy and I are the only only ones who really care. That's right. All right, Pammy, we're recording. Oh wow, that's fast. <laughs> we're just, not we were, ready for that. <laughs> we were just messing with those cords. I figured, hey, everybody. No. Yeah, the, the other no. one. <laughs> Wait, it's been too it's long. The other one. This one. Love and there dating. There we go. With Timmy and Pammy. It's good to see and you. So, okay, crickets can stop now. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a bit. It has been. You've been a busy yeah, bee. I have been. I'm. Yeah, moving is not easy. And anybody, that, any <laughs> hate moving. Anybody that says it is, yeah, not so. Twenty-four thousand steps the day I moved. Wow. Yeah, and that was just me, and I had several people helping yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a i figured marathon. you must have had it taken care of you didn't call me yeah yeah i, I did had, offer I everybody yes, i actually did. did offer what was really funny is um lisa my roommate my friend uh -huh. my old roommate i should say now that we each have yeah, our own place former, yeah. former, roommate. former roommate best friend we uh, have our own places now though she um so she had gotten a group of guys to help but none of them could come over until like 4 30 so like after work kind of a thing so um, Matt and my, our friend Jennifer and Lisa and myself, and then our neighbor's son, Adam came and helped for a little bit. And so we got a lot of stuff done. I mean, literally, I think I was completely moved and go over into her apartment and there's five young strapping men standing there. <laughs> One of them is, is doing something. The rest of them are just chit chatting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, kind of late guys. We're, yeah, we're, we're all done. We got it done. And did you, <laughs> but, do you have a lot of stuff? I don't, I don't, uh, but well, ask one of my friends <laughs> just, she's like, have you ever asked me to help you move again? I'm saying no. <laughs> um, I had everything boxed up. So it was a lot of moving box. I don't have a lot of furniture. So that, that wasn't a big deal, but I guess I had quite a few boxes Yeah, and we were using wagons like sports wagons to yeah. stack stuff in and wheel back and forth because I moved from one building to the next build, the building next door. Oh, so, so there was, was no moving truck. There was no, there moving, was no, no, no. We down, down the elevator and, you know, out and up the elevator. And yeah. wow. so it was literally just a physical all day thing. Relocation. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, I, I mean, I don't it, like moving. Yeah. And I, I don't either, but I like my new place. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. It's, it's awesome. So. Yeah. I moving is just, yeah, I don't like it. And I realized that when I said, how much do you have a lot of stuff? I yeah. realized that's relative, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I, yeah. if you have a house with three car garage and <laughs> whatever, that's a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, we live in, an, you live in an apartment and yeah. so do I. And yes, I've looked around this place and thought, man, I've got a little, a lot of little knickknacks that, you know, when, Jess and I finally get a house and move at some point. There's going to be a lot of little boxes. <laughs> yeah. But I have boxes. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, someone else is using them now and we'll just, yeah, keep, we'll just recycling. keep Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're great for, they're great for putting, yeah, lots of, I think it's better to have the smaller boxes than the bigger ones that you can't carry. Right. They're heavy. so freaking heavy. Yeah. Especially books, as yeah. you know, you have, have a lot, a lot of, books. of books. And this is, you know, yeah. what's crazy. I, I do have a lot of books. But I used to have five times what I have now. In your 
previous yes, life. Yes, oh my in gosh, my previous life, I had. Yeah, wow. I have. I have one bookshelf here. I mean, it's a big, huge. You know, it's obviously mm -hmm. a huge one. Stuffed, brim, top to side to bottom, all of that. I had five, <laughs> five bookshelves. Yeah, and and then you know a lot of them for my past life, meaning you know some of them were religious books and yeah. stuff, and so I sold all almost all of them except for the book those books that you just don't want to get rid of for whatever reason i have i have a handful of those um but i'm in well i'm into audio books now so i listen mm. to a lot of them but then like i'm listening to this audio book right now and i'm like dang i'd really love to be reading this you know and so but like you when i finish a book i pass it on to yeah. a friend i mean all my girlfriends and I, we share all the books we have and yeah. just like pass it on to the next person. Like I've I started doing back. that, but if it's like a personal development type book or something that has a lot of meaning and I've highlighted, I'll keep those. Yeah. I, yes, I've started doing that. Uh, in fact, there's a couple of books I'll give you before when you leave. Um, but I also started a little, little lending library in our building. I here. saw that downstairs yeah, those when I are came all mine. in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that, did it say lending library? Yeah. It just said, uh, pick one, read it, yes. bring it back okay. or whatever. But yeah, I saw, me. all I saw was library on there. And, and then, so I didn't, I w at first I assumed it was you, but then when I saw a library, <laughs> I thought it was associated with the library. I didn't know it was Timmy's library. Yes, Timmy's library. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, there's three books down there right now. Yeah, so. there was more. And okay. so I, I also, when I read them, I'll usually send them to my daughter. Yeah. Uh, there's two books that I just read that were just fabulous. I've been reading about a book a week. You, you are like a connoisseur. I can't I read that fast. I am really reading. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's, I, I I don't read super slow, but I'm not like a speed reader. Um, but it's just, I'll usually keep a book with me. So, you know, if I'm sitting down using the bathroom, I read. If I'm in my car and I get caught at a train, I start reading. And like, I just have a yeah. book with me all the time yeah. so that at all those little, and here's what I'm trying to get away from, get on my phone. Oh yeah. And just yeah. fuck around on my phone. Yeah. I It's easy to do. It is easy to do and I just hate it. Yeah. I I hate when I get on there. Next thing you know, 30 or 45 minutes have yep. passed and I'm fucking scrolling through a bunch <laughs> of silly ass videos or yeah. or even if it's political like whatever. If it's whatever it is that sucked me in, I I I when I get done, it's like I hate myself. It's like you idiot what are you <laughs> doing all this time. yeah like i just yeah. feel like you're just wasting your time doing this so anyway i've tried to not do that and pick up my book instead and so yeah i just yeah. i'm getting a chance to read a little bit more i need to do that in the mornings i get stuck on like instagram and i've been following all these chefs and cooks and and so i know some of them are just instagram models but the food looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, I want to follow that. That looks amazing. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm flipping through those and all my, you know, daily motivational stuff pops up. And, and so, yeah, I get sucked into that yeah. pretty easily. And I have, I'm, I have my books are sitting there, sure. you know, a chapter read in this one and chapter read. Like, Come on, girl. And yeah. I've also tried to not do that. So there's just a few things that I've tried to consciously do. One is I don't look at my phone in the morning because if I do, I get sucked in. Yeah. So I just, I don't pick up my phone. I go straight to my book and then, and then it's like, so it's the first thing I do. And it's also the last thing I do. Like yeah. when I get into bed, I'll read a little bit before I go. It makes me super sleepy. Yes, I do. I do like that. Um, 
but also because I used to read a little bit of this book, a little bit of this book, and I have like five or six different books I was reading at the same time. <laughs> uh -huh. And I finally was like, okay, wait, I, I just need to pick a book, read it or start reading it. And if I don't like it, fine, mm -hmm. set it aside. Like don't, don't continue. And I've had that happen a couple of times where I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm really trying to press into this book yeah. and it's just not grabbing me. Mm -hmm. So I just let it go. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to let you go. I'm, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going to keep trying to read you because then what does happen is like you said, I'll, I'll pick up another book and another book. And it's like, no, I'm yeah. sticking to this one. If it's good, I'll finish it. If not, I'll set it aside. If it's a timing thing, you know, some books, sometimes you can pick up a book and it's just not the right time to read it. Yeah. And other times it, it is, you know, is that something at the door? I don't know. That was a weird sound. Yeah. I think it was the cat jumping no, on the probably. door. Dear Lord. I'm like, <laughs> is someone coming in here? What's I happening right now? I was um, listening to an audio book. I had listened to several others in this series and they had a new, well, this one author and she, it's like the psychological thrillers Ooh. and her first, like the first two series I listened to were great and I loved the narrator. And then she had a new series and she has probably five or six different series going in like 20 books in each series. Like, wow. you know, just pumping them out. This narrator was so bad that, I mean, mis mispronounced words and just monotone couldn't just reading the book, no life in the conversation at all. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, mid sentence, I returned it. <laughs> like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, I cannot listen to you anymore. <laughs> just like, <laughs> and I returned the book. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So now I'm not reading. I won't listen to those anymore. Can't do it. Yeah. But it's fun. I, I reading is just, I don't know. I couldn't, I can't say enough good about it. Like, I, I yeah. just think that it's, I'm so glad I'm a reader. Me too. I'm so glad. It's so good I for read. your brain. Yes. And especially, I mean, you know, we're not 20 anymore. Right. And memory isn't, can, you know, start being an issue yeah. in the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, it's true. I and guess so, lose, use it or lose it. Exactly. And, and just having my, my grandmother, she died at 99 and I mean, she had six months to go to, Till she was a hundred, she was she had macular uh, degeneration, so she couldn't she couldn't read yeah. after a certain point. So she did the audiobooks. but for the longest time she read. She would read all the time. She had the sharpest mind, like, and I know some of it is hereditary and genetics and things like that. But yeah, she just she would blow my mind with just the things she could recite and, yeah. and tell me, you know. But she, yeah, I and I'm like. I, I, you know, losing sight would be rough. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, um, a quote, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I'll get the gist of it. Right. And I even, I don't even know who did the quote. I'll maybe look it up before we get done. Uh, read don't people that don't read live one life. People that read live a thousand lives. Yeah. yeah. I forget who said it, but I'm just like, yeah, I agree with that. That reading mm -hmm. really does give you such a greater understanding even if it's fiction that's yeah. the thing that surprised me i used to feel like i had to re read a book that was going to better me meaning mm -hmm. it, like it had to be a self-help book or a business book or a relationship right, book right. you know <laughs> which obviously i still read those too uh but i read a lot of fiction but what i've learned about fiction is man you learn all those things like especially if they write it 
with a message in it. Yes. And so it's like, They've wow, done that their was research and it's well written and they actually have fact they're, you know, speaking fact. Like you're learning some history, yes. some, yes. especially relational. That's where I see a lot of the books I've read, even the fiction. They're two characters that are trying to get along and they're having the, and it's just like, interesting, like yeah. just interesting, the perspectives of each person and how they're working it out. And I love murder mysteries. I mean, I'm yeah. reading a book right now called, um, the Paris apartment. Oh, I think I've heard of this oh, one. Oh yeah. I'm sure you have. It's a New York bestseller. Yeah. It's, it's on my, in my Goodreads. Oh really? Yeah. I think so. I think you want to read. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. It's super, super good. Okay. Super sucks, sucks you in. And it's all over the place in oh, the wow. sense of meaning twists and turns and things are being un unveiled at every chapter. And, and like, I find myself going, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like tell Jess, I, I read the book and then I tell her about it. Okay. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm learning all this, that, and the other, and I start telling her the story That's and she's funny. like, and it's funny. Cause then a few days later, she'll be like, so what's up with Sophie and Jess and, and Jim in that book? And I'm like, okay, well, Jim finally just, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's been fun. All right. So let's talk about some stuff, Pammy, oh, yeah. as it relates yeah. to relationships. So uh, if you listen to all this banter, uh, now is the time we will uh, get into the meat of the talk. All right. So as you know, I am so fascinated by relationships. So fascinated. I'm so fascinated by narcissism. I'm so fascinated by the games people play. I'm so fascinated by how people are, manipulation and all the different things when it comes to relationships. And one of the things that I've talked about pretty adamantly, I guess, or pretty frequently on the podcast is how shocking it is when I'm coaching a couple and I talk to one and their perception of the other person is a certain way. And then you talk to the other partner and their perception of that person is another way. And neither one seemed to really be fully self-aware. It's usually you talk to someone when they get divorced and it's my ex was a narcissist. They were abusive. They were whatever, like the, all the things. And then you talk to the, the, the person that they're talking about you, and talk about their ex, which is the person you just talked to. And they say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just so flabbergasted by that thinking who's right. Is there any truth to any of this and how can we truly know ourselves? You know, as you know, I have a tattoo on my neck. It says, know thyself which I got soon after my divorce and I was deep into therapy and just really trying to, to learn me and why I was the way I was and, and how I could be better, you know, cause I want to be better. And I just still will coach people. I'll meet people. And for example, I did a post on the singles page and I said, What's been the most challenging thing for you as it relates to dating? And then below that, I said, please do not use this particular post to just vomit that Kansas City is the worst place to be single. 
men just yeah. don't want to be in a committed relationship. Women just want your money or blah, blah, blah. You know, in other words, those statements, of course, they would be true of some people, but they're not true of for everybody. And here's how I know this. I'm in the wedding business. I do a lot of weddings every year. There are some 11,000 weddings that happen here in Kansas city. So apparently there are people meeting, dating, getting engaged and getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so clearly that's happening for some people. And then for other people, it's not. And I'm so curious why, like, how is it that someone's view of the world can be a certain way? And then you ask someone else what their view of the world is and it's different. It's the same thing if you went to a company. So, uh, Pammy, I'm with uh, ABC News. Tell me about working for your company. How is it? You'd be like, it's awesome. It's yeah. great. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, obviously it's not perfect. Yeah, did, 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 right. That'd be. Then I'm like, all right, let's talk to Karen. What's Karen think? <laughs> Karen, take it away. What? <laughs> My boss is a fucking piece of shit. Wait, 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 they don't pay me enough. And then wait, wait, wait. it's the same fucking company. Right. You're working for the same company but their experience is completely fucking different. That fascinates me. Yeah. How is it they can be in the same company and one is having a shitty experience according to them. And the other person thinks it's the greatest job ever. Pammy, that mesmerizes me. It really truly mesmerizes me how someone can have a perspective of someone. And I've had this happen with pe people that I know. They're like, oh gosh, da, 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 about so-and-so. And then I meet so-and-so and I'm like, they seem like a really nice person to me, you know, or you even get to, or if it's a friend, you know someone and you're like, you know, they're a good person. You know that no one's perfect, obviously. But then you hear uh, some other person talk about them. And I've, Especially if had this happen when friends go through divorces, oh, yeah. you know, that's, and yeah. that's, that's the time that's yeah, always everything so comes out. interesting <laughs> and it's okay. just wild. I, I recently had this actually happen with a, with a friend of mine genuinely. And I had heard what this person was saying about the ex because they were in the same singles circles that, that I was in yeah. and I was going to some singles events and this X was there and they didn't know that I knew there. Okay. Right. And so I would hear different things and I thought, wow, I know this guy and what you're saying. I don't see that. I don't think yeah. that's true, but yet Pammy, that's how she sees it. Mm -hmm. Or that's how he sees it. Wild. Yeah. Well, in our worldview, can be one reason why we all see things, you know, the same, be exposed to the same company or the same person and have a different experience with them because of our worldview or our, our tolerance or, you know, whatever it is, it, it, how we experience most of life. Yeah. And I mean, it, for me, if I, I, I choose to live, you know, in a state of joy and freedom every day. Yeah. So I tend to see the world that way. Yeah. I tend to see the positive and, you know, and look up to out 
you know, optimistically at things. And, but when something, you know, is out of place from that view, it's very, it glares at me. You know, I, I really yeah. see it. So, you know, I see that the thing that doesn't make sense, you know, the object that doesn't match the other two that, right. kind, you know, but I think also just our, the experience that we have, especially with another person and in, in the cases of divorce, all of the emotions that are coming to the surface when a divorce happens typically aren't the love based emotions. They're typically everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and in order to preserve ourselves, we will attack someone else, yeah. you know, what, whether that's our ex or whatever in the sense of what, and it not, isn't necessarily conscious, but we do it because we want to preserve ourselves in some way yeah. and, you know, keep ourselves safe, whether yeah. it's our heart, whether it's our reputation or whatever it is. So we'll do and say anything to, to protect that. Meaning we will, you know, say hurtful things about our ex in that time. And then as time goes on and the divorce gets farther and farther away, a lot of times those things kind of go away and it's like, oh, they weren't so bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. this interesting thing, but we, it's a protective modality in, in my mind. Like we do it just at, just to stay safe in sure. some way. I, and I, guess, I think you know. the truth, what's that phrase? You can't handle the truth. Right. <laughs> I think that could be a part of it too, mm -hmm. is that to look in the mirror and to, and to acknowledge I'm difficult. Yes. I'm a difficult yeah. person. Yeah. I think that's difficult. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like I think it's, it's, if not impossible for someone to literally look in the mirror and I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure people do that, but to look in the mirror and go, I'm fucked up. Like I'm, I'm pretty fucked up. That is yeah. like, you just, scary. you, you double triple down. And it's, I don't think it's necessarily matter of fact, I would say for sure that it's definitely not malicious or even intentional or conscious. I think you think everybody else is the problem and you're not I, like, I think you just, and, and I think sometimes there can be a wake up call when all six of your marriages failed. Like, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if maybe, maybe you're the common denominator in all six of your marriages, not that you just happen to be with six bad people. Right. Like maybe it's you. That's the real problem. But it seems that what I see in my coaching practice is people pointing to exterior. She's the problem. He's the problem. Kansas city sucks. There's no good people. It it's, they blame everybody else without really looking inward and say, Hmm, you know what? How am I, how am I to be in relationship with yeah. like legitimately? And I can also say this. I, I would also imagine that two wrong people coming together is just going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> their percent, like I couldn't just be with anybody. There's just no way I'm sure to some people, I, you know, that it just wouldn't work right for me or for them. Right. And so they would walk away from that and think, man, Timmy, blah, 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 blah. 
well, we weren't met. We weren't fit for each other. We weren't made for each other. So clearly it's not going to work. I think that's one of the reasons I'm such a big fan of compatibility. Yeah. That two people, I didn't used to believe in this, but I think two people that aren't supposed to be together or aren't compatible. Let me say that because of what is, is, but if, if you're not compatible, it's, it's not going to be a good relationship, <laughs> you know, yeah. like even if you make it work and even if you work hard and if you're good people and you know, it, it's not like it's a completely crazy toxic relationship, but it's not going to be ideal, Yeah, you know? Oh and, yeah. And anyway, I, I think Pammy, when I think about who's listening to this podcast, a lot of singles listen to this podcast and, and I've had this happen when I've coached people, you know, I've had them hire me. And their problem to me is glaring. It's like, you know, I'm talking to them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can so see why you're struggling. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like I can just see it. And you try to tell people or you try to encourage or you try to, and you know, you try to be polite and, you know, nice and try, you want them to see it themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what I try to do when I work with people. I really try to get them to see it themselves rather than me saying it, you know, yeah. and then because that that's, they're not going to be like, really? Oh my God. Okay. Well, I guess I'll work on that. I mean, that's just, unfortunately, that's just not how life works. Right. You, you double, triple down, you know, if people say, well, you're this and you're like, no, I'm not. You're crazy. You're a bad coach, Timmy. <laughs> you know, and then they start talking bad about you and you're like, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And people have to, they have to find those things for themselves. It's rarely will someone want to change based off the suggestion of a friend or yeah. someone else. I yeah. mean, it has to be an internal desire to change. And a lot of people just don't, they it's, don't see the need for it right? or, I, or want to, they then, feel like life is fine just the way they are. I'm, and there's that whole, you know, I'm, I'm just fine. People, someone should love me just the way that I am. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you are a human being and you deserve to be loved. However, you also, someone deserves to have you, the best version of you in their life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know that just, that's a cop out to me. Yeah. Um, and it's it, that, that didn't fly with me for sure. It's like, well, I think it's like, when I think about the most important thing that we can all do is better ourselves hands down to me that. If you want a better experience in life, mm -hmm. be better. Like, yeah, yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> it, yeah, if 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 dating's not going well for you, there's only one fucking person you can deal with. Yeah, that's you. Exactly. That's it. So if you're having a bad dating experience, a bad life, bad career, bad friendships, bad whatever. I'm not talking about things we can't control. I don't mean if you, you know, whatever you've lost your job or your family dies. I mean that's life. And that sucks and it's difficult. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about self-inflicted yes. pain, right? Which would be dating. If you're having a really bad experience <laughs> yes. in dating. If it keeps turning out the same. It's not Kansas City, no, people. No. It's not Kansas City. You got to look in the mirror. Yeah. You really do. So here's what I, here's what I think it, it, it's important to, for our mindset. When you read a book, don't read it for someone else. This is something I see people go, I've been reading books on narcissism because I was married to a narcissist. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what books are you reading about you? Yeah. 
and I, that's fine. I understand because I've, I've also read books. I try to read books, Pammy. I'm human. Of course I read a book and think, dear Lord, Pammy needs this. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> right. Or I'm being I, I funny. Like someone else, that, yeah. you know, someone else needs this. When I read a book, yes, I'm human. I do think, well, I wish so-and-so would read this book. But typically when I read a book, I'm reading it to see I'm like a mirror. Yeah. I'm reading yes. that going, am I manipulative? Do I gaslight people? Am I a narcissist? Am I selfish? Am I difficult? Am I argumentative? Am I, you know what I mean? Like I'm reading it to look within, not to go, I knew that bitch was crazy. It's in the book. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like the book is a mirror regardless. Right. So even if you didn't approach it that way, you're still going to see the quality. You know, if you read the book, you're going to, to pick out the qualities and you may not realize the reflection is your own, but you're going, you know what I'm saying? Like everything we do is a mirror to, to our lives. Right. You know, judgment. We've talked about judgment. Judgment is a mirror. Yeah. You know, you're only judging someone else because of your insecurity. It's a mirror. Right. A book can be a mirror as well. And yeah. So, judgment you know, thus tell too much. That's the, I the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> okay. Meaning it's oftentimes when someone is griping about someone in a certain way, usually not, well, they say that often it's, it is a reflection of themselves. It's not just about the other person. Yes. It's some kind of a reflection about themselves. Yeah. Hence, you know, different things that we've seen where like preachers or preach on one thing hard and heavy. And then all of a sudden, Yep. Boom. It comes out, out that they're doing that thing. You know, you're like, yes. huh, yeah. thus do profess too much. In other words, you're, you're exposing yourself. And so if you're constantly trying to blame everyone else for your problems, I'm problems are I'm, still there. I'm trying to be sweet to you, but it, <laughs> yeah. you're the problem. Your problems are still there. Yeah. You're you, you know, somehow you related to it. Like, yeah or the cause of it in right. some way. You're not going to be able to blame it away. You have to deal with it. You have to fix it Yeah. in order for it to change. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's difficult. You know, I'm, I'm, I just ordered a new book. I can't wait to get it. If you're listening, I would highly recommend getting it just based upon what I know about the book. It looks like it's going to be really good. And I'm going to have the guy on the podcast. Actually, it's called in sheep's clothing and it's, it's available on Amazon. I found it on Amazon and it's written several years ago. The, guy that wrote it is Dr. Uh, something Simon, George, uh, George Simon, Dr. Simon, for sure. I think it's George Simon. I cannot wait to get this book and read it because he talks a lot about manipulation and, and different things. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really excited to get it. I'm really excited yeah. to interview him too. I hope I get it before I interview him so that I can, you know, have more to, question you know more to directly talk about the book um but I, I just i think it's the easy thing to do in life to not take accountability and to really genuinely humble thyself and not and be I don't know what the word is, but vulnerable is one of the words I'm thinking, but be able to handle opening up your heart and taking a peek in there. Yep. 
you know, what are you afraid of? What, why can't there be anything wrong with you? Like that's a, some people, my counselor told me that it's a, it's a protection uh, thing. I must protect and, and what's holding me together is thinking I'm okay. Yeah. And what also is holding me together is that you're not okay. You're broken. You're this, you're that, you're that. And I'm holding super tight. I don't want to open my heart up because it's fucked up. Well, and even that is holding the person together. The, the being fucked up is holding the person together because it's all they've ever known. It's all they've ever told themselves. So if they change the story, they have to change the way they live their life. And that is fucking scary. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just, I know that from personal experience, I had, I had to go through that and it was hard, Yeah. but it was so good on the other side, Yeah. you know, but yeah, I mean, we only know what we know yeah. and our experience in life is, it's what we know. And, and to change that, to, yeah. you know, to even open ourselves up to the idea of changing who we are living as is, is scary. Yeah. And, and to, to become, you know, we always say, you know, we hear, and, you know, a lot of times I've said, I want, you know, I want to be a better person. I want to be like, you know, I want to, I want to be a better version of myself, but do we really, right? Like, are we willing to do the work? Yeah. That I don't is, think so. Not most people no. are not because it's not easy. Yeah. It really isn't. You have to acknowledge, you have to admit, you have to own everything. Yeah everything and you have to be able to really look honestly at relationships mm-hmm. past or present relationships that broke if if in your mind and i'm thinking like everybody listening right now i'm thinking i would hope that they can actually visualize this if you're thinking every job that you had that you either lost or left and you only have pretty much negative things to say about that experience or at least negative why you left or why you were fired and every relationship that you were in, what was wrong with the other person. If that's all that you've ever kept track of is how everyone else was wrong in that relationship, in that friendship, in that situation, in that work environment, in that, I'm telling you, you're the problem. Like you are not looking honestly at yourself. If every broken relationship, broken friendship, broken parental, parental relationship, job relationship, you think it was the other person, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. No one's perfect. And if you think you're, especially when people joke about it, when they joke about it, I don't find that shit funny. Like to me, if I'm in a crowd and someone jokes about being perfect, I literally just go, Oh (laughs) my God. I just don't even find that funny because it's like, no motherfucker, you're not perfect. And you just revealed yourself that you're way not perfect, you know? And that you view yourself as superior to others, which is a sign of narcissism, of course. Um, which, you know, it's funny. The, the, one of the things I was reading about the guy that I'm going to have on the podcast, 
he was talking about, and I think you said this just a minute ago, actually off air, that narcissism at the root is insecurity. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's an insecurity and it's a cover up. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's a fantasy world. The individual lives and they've created a fantasy to support their story. Yeah. And it's very hard to see outside that fantasy world. And, and that's, you know, and yeah, it's, it, it, the whole, the whole idea of how someone becomes a narcissist is really heartbreaking. Yeah. And, um, I read a book years ago and it said that most narcissists do not have the love from their mother at a very young age that they needed in order to have that regulation of life. Interesting. Yeah. The, the mother's mother, the key? The mother, yes. Wow. And that that's when they begin to create this fantasy world. And in order to protect themselves. In, to protect themselves. Um, and it and it works for them. We talked about that earlier. Why do people continue to do and have be manipulative and stuff? It's because it works for them. Right. And that works for them. And they will and and I'm not sure if it's the covert narcissist or if it's just, you know, I don't know enough about the, the differentiation between the two, but someone who is a narcissist will seek out someone who is in a like victim position of, of a victim or someone who's very naive or or also has insecurities. Yeah. Because then they can mold them. Interesting. And bring them into their fantasy world. And, you know, then you become a part of their fantasy world. And so that's where for, you know, someone who has been in a relationship with a narcissist, the work is separate. I mean, because you're codependent, you're like, there's all these other factors inside that relationship. So you, in order to to when you separate yourself from that person, you then have to undo everything you learned about it because none of it was real. Like yeah. the, yes, I mean, the circumstances you were in, you know, were real, but you were living in their fantasy world yeah. and it wasn't, you know, now you have to go live your own life and, and figure that out. And it's like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So, well, and it's also one of the things that I've, I've heard and learned and witnessed is they it's like they have to be able to be the one that's perfect in order to protect their very fragile very, self-esteem yes and that's what this counselor said that that's why oftentimes when you're in a relationship with someone like that you you get very confused and very like feel like am i crazy like what am I always the one that's in the wrong here? Yeah. Am I like yeah. you get, it, it just really kind of fucks with your mind. And, and, you know, I've experienced that firsthand, that kind of feeling where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm very confused right now. It says a covert narcissist is someone who craves admiration and importance, lacking empathy towards others, but may act in a different way than an overt narcissist. They, they may exhibit symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder, but often hide the more obvious signs of the condition. 
That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. The covert, this, this guy talks a lot about covert manipulation and it, that word says it all. It's covert. It's It's so slight. It's so, yeah, it's like hard to, it's like, it's like trying to grip a slimy something. It's like, (laughs) you just can't quite grab it and get a hold of it and identify it. It's so sly, um, to, to pick it up, you know? Um, that's why sometimes people will feel like they're literally going crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. I just, I think reading books are a really a big part of self-discovery or listen to podcasts, right. you know, either way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so many, I know some people don't anymore. like to read books, but yeah, there's so many options out there, but you know, it, it again, it's, get don't listen to just one version listen to multiple experts <laughs> on yeah. the subject you know i'm no expert i have my own experiences and i know what i've read i know you know those things but it doesn't make me an expert right but yeah i mean listening listening to multiple experts on a topic topic will give you a, a better you know view of it and understanding of it yeah i don't know what what happened to the cat <laughs> While we're sitting here, so everybody, I'm sorry. The cat's going fucking batshit crazy. I don't know why. Running all over the fucking place. She, the kitty litter box, which is very decorative and looks very pretty. Yes. Until she drops a big load in there and it stinks. So we had to stop the podcast because I had to clean out the kitty litter box. And then I lit some incense to help. Ever and, since then, she's been she's been nuts. <laughs> she's like running all over the place. Is it catnip incense? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Like you would think, yeah. she's just wild. Yeah, she is kind of a crazy girl. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so yeah, I I don't even know what else to say, Pammy. I don't even know. I I've I'm, I've been having such great conversations with some of these authors and and some of these other people and. I guess I would say this. <laughs> Hello. I don't know what this is. Hang on, everybody. <laughs> All right, we've t- I've t- I've took the phone call, calmed the cat down, <laughs> the dog. I don't know what the hell's going on around here. A full moon is gone. <laughs> Goodness like, gracious. Geez. I guess the moral of the story is, Pammy, we, we talked about this just right before we came back on live after I settled the animals down. It's... Stop blaming everybody for the shit that's going wrong in your life. It specifically, I'm not talking about all of life, specifically dating, right? Specifically yeah. relational, relational. Yeah. Yeah. If you're having relationship issues, if you're having difficulty dating, difficult connecting, difficulty in any way, don't just begin to gripe and complain or play the victim. You know, you were married to a narcissist and, and all guys are narcissists and all women are crazy. Kansas city is a terrible city to be single. So I can't tell you how many times people have sent me a screenshot of the list of worst cities for dating and Kansas city's up there. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I was single. Like I, and yes, I, f- go back on the podcast. I talked very openly. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was definitely having some frustrations, 
but I was going on dates. Yeah. You know, I just was not, I wasn't landing the right person. And, you know, I read a book that helped me, right? Exactly. How to not die yeah. alone. Yeah. I read a book because I was, because I was having some challenges in dating. And so, you know, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying to, to everyone listening, the same thing that I use for myself. I didn't just blame Kansas city. I knew, well, I'm me. I'm the one going on these dates. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, like, I'm the one showing up for these dates. If they're not working, can't blame the city. Right. It's me. Yeah. Right. Like something I'm doing, saying something's fucked up. I need to really look in and find out what is Timmy what rough edges do I have that I'm just not aware of? And I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. Yeah. As, as long as you continue to blame outside sources for your problem, it will never change. It will continue to be there. You may find new things to blame, <laughs> new yeah. people to blame, new circumstances, but the situation will remain the same. So yeah. until you take ownership of, you're the common denominator. You're the one that's dating. You're the one that, yes, you're dating other people, but they have their things they need to own too. Just own your own shit. Yeah. Become the best version of yourself and just keep, keep going. Yeah. You know, just, I, I think, I mean, and you've got to, you can't, it can't just be, I think you have to educate yourself. You, like you, you have do. to you do. either. Here's what I would say. Go to counseling, yeah. find a good counselor, yeah. be specific about these problems, look for books that can help, Yes. read books that you think would maybe be for someone else, mm -hmm. right? Like don't read it like you're reading it for the jerk that you were dating, <laughs> right? Read it like, for yourself. Read it, read it for <laughs> yeah. you. Like and, maybe and, you're the manipulator. Right. And see where you, you know, you can always learn something from everything you read. Yeah. That's, I mean, been my philosophy my whole life. I can always glean something out of it. So do, yeah. and then make a change. Yeah. You know, if you find something in a book that really sticks out to you, consider it might actually apply to you yeah. and then make a change. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how, and I'm not, I mean, I don't use myself as an example. Like I'm the, I'm the model. Per I always read books so I can better myself. No, that's not true. Though I've been very hyper aware that I'm the fucking common denominator. I'm with myself at all times. So problems I'm having are probably me and not someone else. Right. And, and like you said, yeah, other people have their problem, but that's not my fucking business. Right. And I can't change other people. So it, I don't, so what that they were a narcissist? So what they were manipulative? So what that they were divisive? So much that they were argumentative, whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah. What they're about not, you? What about you though? Yeah. But like, what's, 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 cause you're the only person you can change, right? You can't change anyone else. So, and they're no longer in your life. So let them go. Like, yeah. don't keep bringing them back into your life by blaming them. I yeah. mean, every time you blame someone else from your past for something you keep, I mean, they've got the power over you that a circumstance yes. has the power over you. It will keep you stuck. And so it's like, they're out of your life. Let them go. Let yeah. in all the crap that went with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of the yeah. shit that went with it, let it go. Absolutely. Yeah. Really genuinely, um, do what, educate yourself. 
I don't know. Sometimes friends, sometimes we surround ourselves with friends that only see the good of us. I think that's kind of normal. But I think also friends, if they're good, honest people will be honest with you. And, you know, so maybe have some heart hearts with some close friends. Unless they're all in the same boat you are. It's like, oh, girl, it's not you. It's Kansas City. Kansas City sucks. <laughs> You're awesome. You're a catch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pammy, I have a lot to say about all that. All right, everybody, listen, dig deep, um, educate yourself. And listen, this isn't to make anybody feel bad. No. But it's just, to, I think that it's important to live honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I value, there's that old ancient script that says, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Pammy, I believe it. I do too. I, I yeah. truly believe that the truth of who I am will set me free. Not lies. Right. Not, no, I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Anybody would be <laughs> lucky to be with me. Okay. That's fine to have a positive self-image. Right. But also it's good to have a an honest self or a realistic, yeah. truthful self-image. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it like the best thing you can do if you're like fat is to be like, you know what? I'm fat. I don't have to be. And I'm going to start living in a certain way that will help me to, to achieve a certain goal. But you got to be, you got to start. It's the same thing with like alcoholism, right? You, yep. What is first thing, most important thing? I'm an alcoholic. First, you got to be able to recognize that you're the problem. Alcohol is not the problem. You're the right. problem. You're the one drinking it. And then you you take steps to to move through that, so I think that's the the key to dating better, have a better life experience, a better friendship experience, a better relationship experience. Stop thinking about everybody else. Look within. Make adjustments. Better yourself. And honestly, I would like to say I think that people should, and I do this too, but just stop with pointing out everybody else's faults. Why? There's just yeah. no point. Look in the mirror, figure out if you've got a booger in your nose, Yeah, you know, <laughs> yep. or a dog that barks when you're on the podcast. <laughs> Pammy, it's good to see you. Honey. I'm glad you you're, too. I'm glad yes. you're back. Yes. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to be on that podcast with night. I, I would get love that to. Yeah, that would be fascinating. Yeah. It's going to be, I think in the next week or so, okay. it's going to be good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay. Peace out everybody.